Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. This week, we are talking cultivating awareness. We got started on Monday with actively engaging in presence. On Tuesday, we talked curbing judgment and criticism. Yesterday, we explored identity mapping. And today, we're digging into ego. Yesterday, we spoke about the idea that we are who we perceive ourselves to be. We are the result of our perception of each passing experience, our lived experience, Understanding that by shifting the meaning we've assigned to events throughout our lives, perhaps seeing positive where we've only ever seen negative, we'd also be completely changing who we've become. And by doing that in retrospect, we can change our present perception as well. If you've been with us for a while, today's conversation is going to feel especially familiar because it's what we cover most when we talk about awareness. It's another way of framing yesterday's conversation. It's recognizing the difference between who we are and what's happened to us. This aspect of identity is somewhat complex in the sense that most people don't want to completely forego having an identity. There are aspects we're proud of, things we don't want to change, badges of honor and accomplishment. But it's good to know that these aspects of self will always, without fail, alter our perception of the world around us. This is the most esoteric of conversations on identity, but it's the simple idea that if we are this, we can never be that. In identity, We're creating a fragile structure that requires constant protecting. We're perceiving threats, things which call our choices into question, things which oppose who we are. This innately detracts from our ability to be present. The theory is most of our framework is the result of suffering. We build up defense mechanisms in the form of traits, which allow us to protect ourselves from dangers of our past. Even positive attributes like strength and determination are sometimes the result of negative experiences or a negative perception of those experiences. Even when positive attributes stem from accomplishment and praise, they set us up to experience failure when we fall short. Eckhart Tolle proposes that our subconscious state, our anxieties, our ruminations, the thoughts unendingly unfolding in our minds are not us at all. We are entirely separate from that often critical being, which he calls the pain body. Eckhart claims we often identify as this pain body, but to the contrary, it's what's stopping us from being who we truly are. Our true identity is the state of consciousness which resides beneath the chaos. Beneath our perception of who we are, without any identity whatsoever, there is only existence. And sure, it's peaceful. When we shed ourselves of absolutely every notion of self, There is no suffering, no anxiousness, no fear, no depression. We become nothing more and nothing less than consciousness and presence. We'll be talking more about the power of this state of mind tomorrow. As for today, we'll finish the thought on ego by saying that there are some life-changing aspects to what Eckhart proposes. 
first and foremost, that our self is separate from the suffering we cause ourselves as a result of our past and who we've chosen to be. Naming that subconscious voice in our heads, whether the pain body, the concerned best friend, or the trauma brain, is a powerful tool when it comes to recognizing it and conquering it. Where we diverge from Eckhart, we believe we do have intrinsic traits that we shouldn't try to separate ourselves from, things which make us a value added in this world. Each and every one of us is an individual, similar in ways, but also like no other. And by relishing in that individuality, we're able to experience the vastness of human connection. Because of this, we believe working to completely dismantle our identity would actually lead to suffering. It's one thing to reframe the narrative of our past in our minds, to shift the negative perspective of our lived experience, to pursue betterment and joy. It's another thing entirely to pursue a lack of identity altogether. In fact, individuality may very well be what makes this life worth living. It's where most of us find meaning and are meaning. We'd go so far as to say that's what this physical existence is all about. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at The McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. We'll be back again tomorrow for the final day of our week on cultivating awareness. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.